0: Good
1: morning. A very warm welcome to Holy Trinity Anglican Church on this, the fourth Sunday of Advent. It's one of my favorite Sundays of the year as we celebrate the service, the festival of lessons and carols. This is your first time at a service of lessons and carols. You're in for a treat. It's completely different from anything else we do during the year. The service is built around a sequence of nine readings that take us through the story of the Bible leading up to the climax of that story in the birth of Jesus Christ. Interspersed between those nine readings are carols, uh, songs, uh, choruses, uh, where we will join in the praise of the living God. Also interspersed between those readings are a sequence of four meditations that help fill in the gaps and tell the story that leads up to the birth of Jesus. I wrote these meditations a few years ago, and we have used them successively over the years. And this morning, they'll be read by different members of our congregation. Uh, Everything you need to know when to sit, stand, sing is printed right here in the bulletin. Uh, You'll want to sit for all of the readings and meditations, and then when it's time to sing will be a note that says uh, to stand and sing. We've got childcare for kids up through five years old, if you need it, in the nursery wing. Uh, Otherwise, uh, kids over five will stay in the service the whole time this morning. I wanna encourage you just to take a moment before we begin uh, to bow your heads, to be silent before the Lord and to ask him to be present with us. Lord God, we come into your presence to honor you, to sing your praise, to receive your grace, your goodness, and your glory. Be in this space today, draw forth our praise, and be honored in our midst, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Beloved in Christ, in this season of time. Let it be our care and delight to hear again the message of the angels who proclaim the glorious glorious good news of the gospel, and in heart and mind to go to Bethlehem and see what God has brought to pass, a child lying in a manger. Let us read and mark in Holy Scripture the good news of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience to the glorious redemption brought to us who have received this holy child and let us make this place resound with our songs of praise to him. But first, as we gather, let us pray for the needs of his whole world, for peace and goodwill over all the earth, for the mission of the church, that we may proclaim and live out his gospel with boldness and humility, and especially for those in this country and within our city. And because this, of all things, would rejoice his heart, let us at this time remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the hungry and the oppressed, the sick and those who mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children, and all those who do not know the Lord Jesus, or who do not love Him, or who by sin have grieved His heart of love. Lastly, let us give thanks to God for all those who rejoice in the hope of Christ with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude which no one can number, whose hope was in the Word made flesh, and with whom, in our Lord Jesus, we forevermore will be one body. These prayers and praises let us humbly offer up to the throne of heaven in the words which Christ himself has taught us. We pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses
2: Lesson 1, a reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verses 8 through 19. God tells sinful Adam that he has lost the life of paradise, and his seed will bruise the serpent's head. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The word of the Lord.
3: Our story begins with a moment of glory, but it is only a moment. In the cool of early evening, God went walking in the garden. It is a tantalizing picture of a time we have never known, a time of perfect communion with the God who made us, a time of freedom, beauty, and dignity in God's good creation. God went walking in the garden seeking his people, but they were nowhere to be found for they were hiding, naked, ashamed, and afraid. The one thing they had been warned of, the one fruit they had been told not to eat, had proved too great a temptation. They had eaten, and in that moment of choosing their will over God's, they chose to take rather than to receive. They chose instant gratification over eternal joy. They chose exile over communion and they chose for all of us. From the moment he set foot in the garden that day, God sensed their shame, he felt their fear. He was pained by the rebellion, and he hung his head in sadness. For the necessary consequence of their actions was exile and death, the labor of field and child. Out of dust he had made them, filling them with the breath of his very own mouth. Now to dust they would return. Their exile is ours, and their sin we make our own. We, too, choose our will over God's. We prefer instant gratification to eternal joy, and in so doing, we embrace shame and sadness. This is the way of the world when we hide from our Creator. What begins in glory descends swiftly into tragedy, and we are left to wonder, what can God possibly do for us?
4: Lesson 2, a reading from Genesis, chapter 22, 15 through 18. God promises to faithful Abraham that in his seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this,
5: Lesson three, a reading from Isaiah, chapter two, verses two, six, and seven. To us a child is born. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. For to us a child is born And to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord.
6: Meditation 2. When God next spoke to Adam's heirs, it was not a word of condemnation or anger. It was a word of promise and hope. Abraham was a child of Ur, a city that swarmed with idols. He was a man living in the land of exile, walking in the way of sin. And yet, God came to him. He came and called, and Abraham answered. Unlike Adam, he did not hide in shame. He listened and obeyed. God made Abraham a promise. I will bless you and you will be a blessing. You will father a great nation, a nation to rival the countless stars of the nighttime sky. And through that nation, all nations will find their hope in me. Abraham believed and obeyed. He fathered Isaac. Isaac fathered Jacob. And Jacob fathered 12 men who became 12 tribes, a people of prophets and kings commissioned to carry God's blessing to a world shrouded in darkness. And yet, these people, God's people, did not walk with Abraham's faith. They faltered, they fell. Moments of faithful obedience were followed by centuries of arrogance and idolatry. The people did not keep their promises, but God was keeping his. And so the prophet spoke. And in the heart of darkness there flickered a distant light. A child would be born. A son of David would sit on his throne. He would bear the weight of the world on his shoulders. He would establish peace and ensure justice. And his reign would last forever. Could it be that once again God would walk that garden path and call his people home?
7: Lesson 4, a reading from Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. The Branch from Jesse. Thou shalt come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fatty calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, And the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. The word of the Lord.
8: sing this together. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing for the Shepherds. Shepherds, why this jubilee, why your joyous strains prolong, what the gladsome tidings be, which inspire your heavenly song, Glory
9: Lesson five, a reading from Luke chapter one, verses 26 through 38, the birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. for nothing will be impossible with God and Mary said behold I am the servant of the Lord let it be to me according to your word and the angel departed from her the word of the Lord Thanks. Thanks be to God.
10: Meditation 3, the words of the prophets were glimmers of hope in the gathering darkness. Like streaks of lightning across the night sky, they illuminated the landscape for a glorious moment before the darkness returned. Then there was silence. Four hundred years without a prophet, four centuries without a godly king, generations who wondered if God would ever walk with his people again. And then, at last, out of the silence he spoke. The angel of the Lord came down from on high to greet a woman, barely more than a child. Greetings, he said. The Lord is with you, favored one. After so many years of silence, it all came down to this. Could this young woman be the central character in God's next act of salvation? Could she carry the weight of the world's deep longing in her womb? Could she possibly be the bearer of God's promises? Like Abraham on the heights of Mount Moriah, so Mary in the stillness of her room received the promise of God. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. In faith she received, by faith she obeyed, and according to his faithfulness God provided. Overpowered by the Spirit of God, she received the living word in her womb. The son of David was coming to claim his throne. The heir of Abraham was coming to bring his blessing. The child for whom a whole nation had longed and prayed was coming not to conquer, but to suffer, to die, and to save.
11: Lesson six, a reading from Luke, chapter two, verses one through seven, the birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world would be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each in his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee From the town of Nazareth to Judea, the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. The word of the Lord.
8: Sing this together. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap? It's sleeping, whom angels greet with anthem sweet while shepherds. Okay. the sun
12: 7, a reading from Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. The shepherds and the angels. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. The word of the Lord.
8: Your name will shine for all to see you are Glory. Good
13: Lesson 8, a reading from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, the visit of the Magi. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with joy. And going to the house, they saw the child with with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. The word of the Lord.
14: Meditation four, Augustus was the greatest of the Caesars. During his reign, all the power of the world seemed to ripple out from Rome. At a single word from his lips, the peoples of the empire could be thrown into chaos. So it was when he called for a census that Joseph, Mary, and the baby she carried were swept into a stream of displaced people heading to their ancestral homes to be counted. Caesar's command sent them out, but God's promise brought them home. And in a makeshift nursery, the child was finally born. Here was Abraham's distant star. Here was Jesse's branch. Here was David's son, the promised one of God. The might of Caesar, so far-reaching, so extraordinary, came to nothing at the sound of his first cry. In the darkness of Bethlehem's fields, the sky erupted with cries of glory from an army of angels sent to the shepherds. The poor and meek to tell them that the king had been born, that their savior had come. And in the great black orb of space, a single star stood sentinel that night. Those who watched such things and knew their meaning, set out with gifts to find the king of whom the star had spoken. In that child, born in weakness, came all the fullness of God. He was back among his people, soon to walk as one of them. The king has come. The promises have been kept. The curse is lifted. The world is blessed. How will we respond? The invitation is clear. Receive this king as your savior and trust in him as Lord. Seek his will and let it shape your own. Turn away from the deceptions of this world and let him bring you everlasting
7: joy.
15: from John chapter 1 verses 1 to 14 the word becomes flesh in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The word of the Lord.
1: The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, you make us glad by the yearly festival of the birth of your only Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that we who joyfully receive him as our Redeemer may with sure confidence behold him when he comes <laughs> to be our Judge, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. What a joy to worship together this morning. I hope you'll be back on Christmas Eve. Our family pageant service is at 3 o'clock, followed by candlelight services at 5 and 7. I also hope you'll stick around for a cup of coffee uh, in the Narthex afterwards. And if you'd like prayer for any reason, the prayer corner will be open after the service. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us go forth rejoicing in the coming of Christ. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.